your applications folder. Well, where are we starting from? Okay, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Seriously. Why? Are we not having fun? No. I'm so sick right now. How, how bad is it? Uh, my nose how is... sick are you? My nose is stopped up. That was a horrible, horrible joke. Well, it wasn't supposed to be a joke. I just my nose is so stopped up I can't think. So, anyways, welcome to Nerdables, the only podcast filling your tummy with that warm nerdy goo. Ooh. I'm R.A. Rain, and joining me this episode are Ethan in studio and Travis joining us via the Nerdables satellite one. Sup, guys? So. Yo. So, um, Travis, you missed our interview with Mike Altair from uh, Crowell Digital. I did. I did. You decided you to hurt your back, bastard. you bastard. I, yeah, I decided to uh, partially tear one of my lat muscles in my back and be completely doped up on many narcotics. Fun. Uh, not the back problem, but the, the, the narcotics are fun. Uh, if you use them correctly and by your doctor's prescription, yes, they are extremely fun. But they're even more fun when you don't use them by <laughs> and drink alcohol with them. <laughs> I do not condone anything that you just said. So anyways, during the interview we uh, we did with him, it was regarding the whole uh, patent trolling you know, situation and Corolla's lawsuit, and he kind of filled us in on everything. I, uh, Nacho Man sent me a clip. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Nacho Man sent me a, uh, a, another voice call or something. Apparently he had listened to our, our episode about the... Uh, remember two weeks ago when we were talking about the patent trolling and everything, we first brought it up? Sure, yeah. Yeah, well, apparently he had been paying attention to us or whatever and he was going to stop by uh um where was it again beaumont. oh beaumont is there apparently the lawsuit's gonna take place in beaumont texas and he's going to beaumont kansas to <laughs> to fight for it he wasn't sure which beaumont was which one it was so he decided he's gonna start at the closest one he can see and that was in kansas so. oh you gotta be kidding me <laughs> No, are you are you talking to us or are you something else you see there? No, I'm talking to you. Oh, I couldn't tell because I'm I'm watching you and you're just kind of you know spaced out. I am always spaced out. So, I'm listening to this horrible story of Nacho Man. Well, here's the thing, and I think this is the reason why I'm sick. I decided to go track him down, so I went to Beaumont to find him. No, you did. I did. Why I went out. I don't know, because I wanted to finally see this guy, and I figured he's not going to come to us. I might as well go to him. Didn't they always say you'd never go and seek out a stalker? <laughs> Pretty much. That's I guess so. Well, one. So, guess what I did? I found him. You got to be And he is quite the cat, let me tell you. He uh, didn't try to stick his boot up my ass, but you know, we did come to a mutual understanding because of the, the whole, uh, I guess, you know, the enemy of my enemy is my friend or whatever the saying is. So he was ready to put you, their differences aside for this we, situation, we right? Put, we, we came to an understanding, and we put our differences aside, and you know, we, we did a promo for, for, digital, for Corolla Digital, you know, because I guess he felt that helping, helping them would help Nerdables, and for some reason he wanted to help us this time. I don't know. I guess, you know, one of his other personalities was coming out or whatever. Um, you want to hear the promo? Sure, Travis. You want to hear the promo? Uh, I don't believe this for a second, but yeah. 
Oh, I did. No, there's really us two together. You. you... Oh my god. Wait, you got to hear this. Let's see if I get this thing. Cute. I'm already Ray oh. from the Nerdables.com podcast, and after several months of receiving text messages, <laughs> emails, and voice messages, I decided to take it upon myself to track down Dandy Savage, and we are here in Beaumont, Texas. To... Give me that. Give me that. That's the Nacho Man. Dandy Savage to you, you bucktooth hillbilly. I got something to say, R.A., so shut your pie hole or I'm going to shove my boot in your ass. Yeah, listen up, patent trolls. R.A. and I are here in Beaumont to put the Nerdables.com Tag Team Championship belts up for grabs against you in a no holds bar Texas street fight. Yeah, so you can bring your patents. You can bring your lawyers. Hell, you can bring the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders for all I care. But this for after the fight. The fact of the matter is, at the end of the day, my boot is going so far up your asses that you won't be able to sue Adam Carolla. Yeah, head over to fundanything.com backslash patent troll and contribute or I'm going to go up to the top rope and drop that elbow drop just like I did to Colonel Nasty back in Rage in the Cage in 1985. Oh, yeah, dig it. <laughs> So yeah, that was it. Let me tell you something. It took me an hour to get him coherent enough to to put something together where it would work. Because <laughs> he was drunk? No, just because he's all over the place. I mean, by what I hear, he did have a beer in his hand the whole time. <laughs> he had a beer in one hand, nachos in the other. At one point, but yeah, it was, was he uh, holding the mic then? It wasn't at that point. That, it was funny though because literally the guy, he, I mean, he he was all over the place. Uh, you know, it's like it was literally like watching one of the old Macho Man uh, promos from back in the WWF days, where he just spitting off shit that you would never even, you know, that doesn't even make sense. Now here's the question: Does he look like Macho Man? Oh, dude, his co- he he looks a lot like the Macho Man costume. I was actually really? oh, I was shocked. I was. It was so easy to spot him because he was the only guy standing there just completely decked out like the Macho Man or Andy Savage. <laughs> uh, wow. it, it was so funny, though, because I, I, I tried to, to try, tried to be nice and everything, and I, you know, I, I spent like two hours with him, and I finally I decided to take him to this little diner that was there, and about halfway through the meal, I couldn't deal with it anymore, so I went into the bathroom and crawled out the window and left him there. Oh, great. <laughs> I know. Now he's gonna really start looking for I you. I couldn't stuck him deal with, with him anymore. He, I don't know what the hell it was. He was talking about. I swear, you know what he almost reminded me of is my brother on Facebook. My brother, you know, all the conspiracy theories and stuff that my brother puts up. That's what Nacho Man was like. He was just spouting off these things about how the government was trying to to brainwash everybody through nacho cheese and how you know they were uh, how Obama was. Was uh, at first anti cheese, and it just like for every thirty wait, seconds he was wait, talking wait, wait. about cheese. I don't, I don't remember this whole thing about Obama being against cheese. I don't either. I think the man enjoys a good cheeseburger, so I, I can't. Hey, I you can't, know what? Nacho yeah. Man really lives up, or at least he was prese- presenting his gimmick of nachos very well. Okay. Wow. Yeah, I mean, the guy... I'm just disappointed because there was so much talk about putting boots up his asses, and he never did it. Well, you know... Like he had full opportunity to do it and just completely failed. I, I Yeah, I gave him the opportunity. Of course, you know... You gave he, him the opportunity to put his boot in your ass, and he didn't take it? Well, I was you standing there like next to him. You actually, over and said, here, do it? No, I was standing there next to him. He Is that why you're walking bow-legged now? Uh, 
Oh yeah, I also um, the whole thing in the in the promo where he's talking about the Nerdables dot com championships. I explained to him that we don't have that, and he swears he's going to get us one just so he can win it. <laughs> I was like, wow. "All right, dude." I am disappointed on so many levels. <sighs> Nacho Man has become a cog for the machine. <laughs> <laughs> You're just trying to rally him up. Yeah, I, I was for, for this entire time. I've been waiting for the day he kicks in your front door and then puts his boot up your butt. Well, you know, leaving him in the diner like that, I probably have given him more cause to do it now. Yeah, you're probably really pissed him off now. Like he's really pissed off. Yeah, now. because I can imagine if he's wearing wrestling tights, he doesn't have space for the wallet. So I mean, I, <laughs> I didn't even think about I don't that. Even know I what stiffed he, him on the bill. What he's gonna do? Oh. To, what he had to do to pay for that meal? You know, man, I totally stiffed him on I, the meal. I think you're you're definitely in trouble here. Great. Oh God! It's, you know, I think now his focus has shifted from the entire Nerdables dot com crew to just R. A. Rain. Well, no, no, no. Oh I, no, I, he's gonna kick your ass. I expressed everybody's he's gonna kick concern your ass. with him. He's gonna kick your ass. Come and shake Travis in my hand and say, "We're cool." All right, so we've talked enough about this jack off. Um, speaking about jack offs, you guys—that's uh, gross. <laughs> did you guys check out the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles trailer? Oh, boo! No, what? Is it just me, or did the turtles look really, really, really weird? I mean massively tall? I mean, I can deal with massively tall because they're Teenage Mutant Aha, Ninja Turtles. I but, it. I mean, I don't have a problem with them being five foot tall or six foot tall. I mean, you know, they, they, they've been mutated and everything. But the the look of them is so odd. It's so weird looking. It's kind of off-putting. They almost look like aliens. Well, here's the thing. There's an image online that was from Sci-Fi Now that mm-hmm. shows the actor who plays Raphael strapped to a table as a human, like looking massively buff and everything, like he was going through some sort of um, super soldier enhancement. Uh-huh. So the theory is that more than likely the turtles were human and changed into turtles. So instead of being turtles, that changed into humanoids. I'm sorry. Just give me one second here. So uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles are turtles, right? Looks like they were human first and then turtle. Then they, they mutate into turtles, kind of like, you know, how Splinter was human and turned into a rat. Yeah, but the turtles are supposed to be turtles that, the, that Splinter picked up in the sewer and with the mutagen and then they turned into... Yeah, they're not going with that. They're going with the fact that that April O'Neil's father and Shredder were trying to create better heroes for the world and accidentally created these Ninja Turtles and some other mutants, apparently. Um, what? Yep. So, yeah, the actor who played, you know, Alan Richmond, who played Aquaman in Smallville, is playing the part of uh, Raphael. So, yeah, who knows what they're doing, but hopefully it's just hopefully they are sticking with the the whole uh, the whole thing where they are turtles that transfer. No, they're not sticking with it. Michael Bay is ruining this franchise. It was the same thought that we had when we first thought Michael Bay was taking over for it. 
saying, hey, let's uh, let's not make them turtles and let's just make them aliens like they're supposed to be. Do you like the look of the new turtles? No, I don't like it at all. I think it looks weird as hell. They have noses. Turtles. Do they have noses? They Are do. there noses on there? When Michelangelo takes off his mask in the trailer, he has a right. nose. He goes, see? Yeah, he has it's a nose. It's just a mask, see? I don't know. Um, I I, I kind of... Oh, I guess he does have a nose, yeah. He does have a nose, and that's He does. Freaky. He's got a freaking nose. Why did... Why did, the, did you okay, see... Wait, did you see on fa- wait, wait. Did you see on Facebook where somebody put the Shrek ears with it and made him Shrek? Because that's what he looks like. It's, it's Shrek without the little... Those little ear things. Got the little ear pieces? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I No me gusta. I I I kind of like the look of, of course the turtles. You would. I don't like the nose on them, but I can see why they did it. And if they went from being human to going to be turtles, then they would still have a nose. Yeah, but if they're mutating to turtles, they should be turtles. My biggest problem right now are, are the fact that April O'Neil does not look like April O'Neil. And yeah, April O'Neil's a brunette now. Shredder and Splinter are no longer Asian. And apparently Shredder or Splinter is going to be played by Wait, do do we know do we know who uh Shredder and uh, because I mean we've looked on IMDb, so we know who Shredder and and Splinter are. So should we just release that information? Well, it's out there and you see it in the trailer. Well, no, you don't see who Shredder is. Well, you, seem, you just you see, see a guy talking to April. But and you do. There is a shot of him with the mask. So, oh, okay. Yeah, go ahead and release it. So, I mean, none of this makes sense. None of this makes sense. Well, I don't like any of it. No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say no. I don't like any of this. Well, to me, here's the thing: there, the actor that's playing. Splinter is a little person, which means that Splinter is going to be very small compared to these massively tall turtles. Right. And William Fickner is going to be Shredder. Right, which he's not Asian. No. So all of the ninja... All no, of, nobody's all of the Asian. Mar- no, nobody's Asian. Correct. There's no Asians. All of the martial arts learning out of this, it seems to be taken out of the, the film. You know, yet in the tagline, they're saying that they're trained in ninjutsu. <laughs> right is is the American Splinter going to train them in in their martial arts and all the different forms? As I go back to what I repeated earlier, is Michael Bay is ruining the TMNT franchise with this movie. The funny thing is the screenshots of April, her hair looks a little reddish of Megan Fox as April. Looks, I'm sorry, dude. It's brunette hair. It looks, but in the trailer, it looks brunette. And well, yeah. you know what? Even, even some of the other trailers of her with the, the, you know, like the microphone and everything there, it looks brunette. Yes. It's brunette. Yeah. It looks like her normal hair. So, I don't know. This is. I want this film to be good because I want a really good Ninja Turtles live action film because there hasn't been one. What you didn't like Turtles in Time? You don't like the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Um, I liked it for its time, but it doesn't translate very well to the now to to nowadays. Okay, and it was made for its time. Then go go back and watch it now, and you, it's just a silly piece of shit. 
Besides, I well, wanted I wanted Rocksteady and Bebop in this movie. Yeah, where's where's that? Yeah, come on. They're going to be in Teenage Mutant Ninja Bebop. Turtles two. Bigger, better, and uglier. They changed the um, they changed the Foot Clan to have like these metal masks over top of their hoods, so that they look like Shredder. Well, they they look more like they look more like. Um, oh shit! You remember um, um, the third uh, Mummy movie where they went to China? They look like the the statues that came to life, you know, in in. Uh, in I forget the name of it. It was a dumb movie. Oh, I know what you're talking about. The one with Jet Li. Yeah, the one with Jet Li in it. And his okay. minions came that come to life. They kind of had that 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 old um, Japanese Chi- you know Chinese look to them of the old statues that they used to do, like the the Kabuki masks. That's what I was trying to get to. So we so we do have there is some kind of Asian and some Asian influence. Yes, but, but white guy is everywhere. Right, and every one of the the actors that are playing the mocaps or the the voices for these characters are all know, white guys. They're all white guys, you know. Which you know, I mean, the turtles all have white, you know, very white voices. You know, sure, they always have. Yeah, you didn't ever hear you know Raphael talking like he was a brother, or Michelangelo talking like you know he was you know a stereotypical Asian. So, well, yeah. I mean, with, with, I mean. The fir- the earliest inception of of mutant teenage mutant ninja turtles uh, outside of the comic books is the cartoon, right? And the cartoon painted the picture of Donatello having kind of a more nerdy uh, voice, right? Uh, Leonardo having like the most straightforward white guy voice, like leader white guy. Uh, Michelangelo had the total hey dude uh, like California surfer, surfer guy, dude yeah. voice. And then Raph kind of had the you know closest thing to like a New York Bronx tough guy voice, right? And and you know in the later cartoons they they went away from them all being the, all the you know it's pizza time, Calabanga, you know turtle, right. you know, the whole thing that they used to do in the original cartoon. They went away from that to more. Uh, the only one that would do it is Michelangelo, and everybody else had more of you know Raph had Raph had more of a a. Uh, you know, a hardened demeanor. Leonardo was more of the you know they they had their their different qualities to them as opposed to what they originally did. And from what the trailer looks like, especially the the design of the characters, it looks like they're really going to push that even more. And you know, each one of them is their costumes, so to speak, has a distinctive look to it. You know, Donatello has a lot of tech gear on him. You know, Raphael's got the whole bandana that's over the top of his hood. Um, Leonardo has more of a traditional samurai look to him. You know, Michelangelo's got pants on and a gold chain, so he kind of looks more, you know, goofy. Hip, yeah, goofy hip hop type. So they do all each have their own personalities, which I do like that about this. I like the look of the turtles minus the nose. I think. Um, yeah, I thought the, from the trailer the the turtles looked very weird and uh they're just very massive very very massive and the whole you know like i said in my article you know megan fox is fun to look at but when you get to her acting especially when she's talking to cg characters it's very lacking 
Well, they're doing mocap for this. Yes. I mean, they're doing mocap in live sets and live places. So, and there's pictures online of all the actors in full mocap suits. Oh yeah, sure. uh, even with shell mocaps on their backs. And so, Megan Fox is acting with other actors throughout this entire film. There's it's there's not really a time where she's acting with it's CGI. Not like- it's not like Transformers where she's, you know, just pretending to talk to air pretty much. She's talking to yeah. it. Yeah, this one she's scene. actually talking to people and then they're going to overlay CGI over the mocap like right. they did with, uh, you know, all the um, stuff they did with Smog and uh, and uh, Gollum. Mm-hmm. Right. The well, they're even, you know, even uh, Guardians is doing that a lot of their uh, their stuff too. My my favorite uh, part of this whole new um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles film is the fact that they still Paramount is still holding the plot line of aliens invade Earth and inadvertently spawn a quartet of mutated reptile warriors. Well, I hope I hope that is the plot because then there is the possibility of having Krang in it. You know, which that is that that is the premise of of. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. You know, Krang is an alien from another dimension that comes to Earth that tries to, you know, mutate, you know, that, that has this mutant gene that tries to mutate humans. And it just so happens the turtles become heroes. You know, they didn't fall in with the rest of the mutants. And they were trained by Splinter to be, you know, honorable. Well, okay, so let's talk about the origin. So, I mean, are we going with the cartoon origin of a a ninja master martial arts master from Japan is in New York and is in the sewers. And he comes across four little box turtles that are in the sewers in this mutagen. And he picks them up and is touching the mutagen. And because of the mutagen between the five of them, he converts into a rat human hybrid and they convert into a turtle uh, human hybrid. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, from the trailer, it doesn't sound like they're going with that origin. Right. It sounds like that April O'Neil's father and the Shredder, whatever his name other than the Shredder is going to be, were trying to create a better human, you know, or a better hero to help calm the city from its crime spree. So it's almost. I heard one one com uh, one. One site identify it as kind of the Sinestro type, you know, uh, Sinestro type character as the Shredder is going to be. That made no sense. They're saying that the Shredder is going to be kind of like a Sinestro type character, where Sinestro wants to go to his home world and try to, you know, to make it better to to stop the crime and everything. But he does it out of a play, you know, a darker place. I'm trying not. I'm trying to do this without trying to give too much away, you know. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to trying to choose words, and I'm stumbling all over myself, and not and being sick on top of it's not fucking helping at all. So, anyways, <laughs> seriously, my head is just. It feels like there is a rock in it that's blocking thought. So, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles bad, possibly, but I'm still excited to see it. I still want to go see this movie. Uh, I think that's the sad thing is that people are still going to go see it. You do realize this is the summer of Bay, right? Michael yeah. B- Michael Bay has got 
two big movies coming out within a month and a half of each other. So yeah, I mean you've got you've got Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, you've got Star uh, Transformers. Transformers Four. Yeah. So yeah, I mean it is the summer of Bay. He's got more than that, right? Uh, this summer, I don't think so. Not for the summer, I don't think so. So the question is: Is he going to ruin further ruin two franchises in the same summer? Probably, but you'll still. I would go it. with yes because I mean people are people very are. very upset with the look of Grimlock in Transformers. Did you mean you mean Grimlock who has uh, horns? Not only has horns, but has uh, good old uh, uh, Optimus Prime riding his back like a horse with a sword. Yeah, he's like. First of all, uh, um, Optimus and 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 Grimlock have always been virtually the same size, the same height. Now, you know, and uh, if they Grimlock were born, is the size of Godzilla. Grim, yeah, he's like he's the size of what Scorpionox was. You know, in, if you look at the toys and the and the cartoons and stuff like that, Scorpionox was a huge, you know, uh, transformer. So, I don't know. I I I think I was excited when I first you know learned that there was going to be Grimlock and the Dinobots in it. Now I'm very very. You're still gonna see it though. I, I will still see it, yes. You know, and then you have and that's I, we, all Michael K Michael Bay cares about. Michael K? Yeah, Michael K. Good old Michael K only. See, that's the problem, is because he gets all this money from all these movies and he'll still make them shit that people will still go and see him, and so they'll still continue to give him money to make shit movies again. Tell us how you really feel. Either. I know. Shit. Did it, let me ask you guys? Did the feel did it, when the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles trailer started? Did it feel like what movie is this? Is this Transformers? Is this like Bad Boys Three? I mean, like every, every one of his one. his trailers and movies start out exactly the same way. Well, yeah, that's because it's a Michael Bay film. But I mean, I guess thinking about even The Rock and Con Air and everything like that, they still had that same feel to them, I guess. And those were his good ones. <laughs> you know, even even uh even uh Armageddon, if you think about it, go back and and watch the trailer for it. They all have that same muted color. They you know, that cityscape, that the really wide angle of some cityscape or some kind of, you know, structure or something that goes into it, and all of a sudden you get these really fast, quick frames of action. And very little of the characters, but, you know, just like maybe a couple iconic shots and then it ends. Every yep. trailer, you know, everything's That's like every trailer, though, nowadays. Yes and yes and no. I mean, I don't Unless know. you're getting some like artsy film or something like that. I don't I don't want to pick it apart just because it's Michael Bay, you know, and I, I'm tired of going into these films going, oh, shit, Michael Bay directed it. It's going to be bad, you know, or it's going to be stupid. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. that's been the case. Or is you know going? Oh God, it's Zack Snyder. God, this thing's going to be, you know it's just going to be all over the place. It's not going to make sense. It's going to be horrible. I don't want. I I want to go back to the to their their style of films where you're going. I'm enjoying this film. You know, Three Hundred was great. Armageddon was great. You know, I mean, Arm- uh, I'm going to stop you on Armageddon. Armageddon may have had it's it's The Rock is still one of my my favorite movies. So, I mean, I can't say too much. Welcome to The Rock. The Rock was a, yeah, The Rock was a great film despite 
being Michael Bay and Nick Cage. Well, that's that was the time where Nick Cage was still somewhat good. I don't know. I, I, I will see this film. I'll probably end up buying the Blu-ray or the DVD. And, you know, I, I will find I will purposely find something in it that I enjoy because I try to do that with every film. And that's why Michael Bay loves you. Because <laughs> you will watch his movie. Michael Bay loves me. And you will saying. buy his DVD. Now go buy it and shut up. <laughs> Pretty much. Well, um, let me ask you guys. Do you guys want more Harry Potter movies? No. Nope. Well. We told the story. We're done now. Tough shit. You're going to get more movies from the Harry Potter world. The, uh, and what movies are those? The book. You, you remember the book, The Fantastic Beast and Where, the, where to Find Them? Yes. It was, uh, it was one of the books that was in, actually shown in the, um, the, movie, or in the movie. I think it's like the monster book that, you know, that Harry steps on in. Uh, uh, is it Prisoner of Azkaban? It might be. Oh, God, I can't remember it's now. It's been so long, yeah. Either way, is the, Either the one ways. that tries to eat him? Is yeah, that, yeah, that yeah. Book? Okay. So they're making a spinoff movie, trilogy from those books. A spinoff trilogy. Yes. So it's not going to have the main characters in it, so you're not going to get, you know, Ron So technically Hermione it doesn't even Harry. have anything to do with the So the only, the only comparison we can draw to Harry Potter is the fact that it's in the same universe, but it's, it has nothing to do with Harry Potter. Correct. Mm-hmm. So then that knowing that, little, do that, you do you want to see them? Sure, that, that could be a little more more. Or do you even care if Harry? I mean, do you care about a movie based in the Harry Potter world that doesn't include Harry Potter? Um. Well, no, I think they did. They've done a good job storytelling with the Harry Potter movies. If you get the same people attached to the movie, I can see it being a successful trilogy. Uh, successful. It's, if it's Harry Potter, it's going to be successful no matter what. Harry Potter will be successful no matter but what. But that's People also will never are they, say no to more Harry Potter. Are they going to be marketing it as a Harry Potter movie, or is it? Hell, be yes, they will. What was the character that had the the was the kid that had the buck teeth and it was just really ugly, but ended up growing up to be a lot, you know, better looking guy than any of the others? Oh, I'm going to let you hang on this. Oh, come on. He was in Gryffindor. I can't think of his damn name now. It's driving me nuts. Uh-huh. I want to see his movie. No, I, I'm going to let you hang on. No, this. I keep wanting to say Wormtail, but I know it's not Wormtail. Nope, that is completely wrong. It's um, it's Neville uh, Longbottom? Is that it? Hey! There we go. I want to see Neville's but I want to see Neville's You want to see Neville's Longbottom? Yes, I want to see Neville's Longbottom. <laughs> Only you would Neville's go there. <laughs> well, apparently you really want to see it. So, um... What you're game, uh, you're what a terrible person for saying that, we're, by the way. What game were we playing last night? Um, cards Against Humanity. Yeah, we were playing Cards Against Humanity last night. Oh, it's funny. I was playing Cards Against Humanity as well. Ethan apparently loves dick. Well, um, and what you should probably um, fix that somehow. <laughs> okay, Ethan likes cock. Um, no, you still need to fix it somehow. Okay, during the game, it seemed like every card that Ethan would choose had something to do with cock no, or a big not, black dick. No. <laughs> because everybody got mad at me when I wouldn't pick the card that said something about <laughs> dick on it. Um, could somebody please, please <laughs> clarify what the holy heck we're talking about right now? Cards Against Humanity. Right. Okay, you know how the game plays. Uh-huh. 
Okay. Well, every time that it would come up to a card, somebody would have like some card about cock or about delivering cock to your door or something. Because that's like a majority of the cards it anyway. Seems like it, doesn't it? And Ethan would end up picking. He would choose those as the cards that he would no, find the funniest. No, I wouldn't. Apparently, you don't remember <laughs> the game last night. How drunk were you? I wasn't. I needed to be. I should that game. That game requires you to be drunk playing it. No, it doesn't. It just uh, requires you to have a sense of humor, a horribly, horribly dirty sense of humor, but a sense of humor nonetheless. I, I want. I was thinking about it. What? It might be fun to do a podcast of us playing it. When, <laughs> there's dead air, and Travis just, just rolls his eyes. Did you see it? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so. Um, Emerald Con was this weekend. Yes, it was. I really want to go to Emerald Con. I'm surprised you haven't been there since. Well, it's then in... you missed it. Shut up. I'm surprised, Travis, you haven't gone since it's in Seattle. Um. Yes, I went when I was in college, but not since then. Well, I'm sure that since you've been, it's grown quite a bit. Uh, yeah, just a tad, just I mean, a tiny, tiny bit. Yeah, it's, it's pretty much the size now of either like a kamikaze or maybe even the size of, and I would say more closer to the size of like a WonderCon or a C2E2 because um, they do get quite a bit of, you know, like artists and creators and writers and stuff. But it's, so big, it's not so big like Comic-Con where you can't stick around and talk to people. So, um, but there's been a lot of shit that was going on this weekend up there. Um uh, well, let's discuss this shit you speak let's of. Because, uh, you know, going off of Ninja Turtles, there is a tie-in to this whole Emerald Con and to a character that eventually got carried over into Ninja Turtles. I know exactly where you're going with this. Oh, really? So tell I me, do. then. What is it? What do you think you know? Usagi Ujimbo. Yes. What about him? Uh... They've got to be doing some kind of huge compilation or something for him. Why? Because I, he's old. Can, can, I'm like I'm like fishing here, you know. Like I got him on the hook, but I can't get him to come in all the way. Because he's to turning thirty. What well, Ethan said? It. He's got to be coming up on a huge anniversary. They're yes, doing some kind of anthology. Are they collecting all of it into one giant book? No, that'd be nice. But um, Dark Horse has announced that they're going to do a Sasaki. Um, Project with you know artists celebrating the last thirty years of Usagi. Um, the project's going to include contributors from uh, Adam Hughes, uh, let's see, Jeff Smith, Arthur Adams, Brian Michael Bendis, Tim Sales, uh, Walter Simonson, and I mean, just anybody who's anybody is going to be involved in this book. Mark Mignola? Uh or Mike yes. Mignola? yes, I believe so. Matt Groening. Matt Groening is going to be involved. Yes. Matt Groening's doing it. Yeah, that's yeah. I mean, awesome. seriously. I mean, there's you know that's just some of the people that they've announced. You know, Eric Powell's going to be involved. I mean, it's just it really is going to be a who's who involved in this book, and we we know somebody that is going to be beside himself, creaming himself for a month or more. Know when this book comes out. You need to pick new ways to describe things. Yeah, he is very... going to come all over himself. Uh, that's not acceptable either. Wow. He's going to be very excited. 
There we go. That's okay. a little better. Okay. He's going to be very excited about this book be coming out. Be coming out. God, I need to get some cold medicine. Um, yeah, that's your problem. Shut up. He does have a big problem. There's also uh, Bill Bill Willingham and uh, Mark Buckingham. God Bill Willingham and Mark Buckingham were also there. Does his name sound familiar to you, Ethan? They're the guys who are doing something with fables, aren't they? Oh, sweet. He got it on the first try. Well, they're not just doing something with fables. They're the ones who do fables. Yeah, except they're not doing it much longer. That is correct. They... They are coming to the end in uh, 2015. Uh, so, yeah, they were there, you know, signing autographs, doing a Fables panel, and uh, Willingham did a Dynamite panel for um, uh, Legendary, his new book that's out. Um, and they kind of were talking about the ending. You know, they didn't really give any details, but they did say it's going to be epic and one for the ages, which, you know, obviously. It better be. Hey, Fables is the the book that got my wife reading comic books. So, you know, she loves Willingham. Anything that he puts out, she will read. Um, As she should. Well, um, Fables is a great book for it. It, it, it. Seriously, if anyone out there has a girlfriend, has a, you know, a female that they want involved in comic books, this right. is a great place to start it. You know, when... when when I asked Chris what book would be really good for Beth to get involved with, he immediately said Fables and gave her Fables. The next yeah, one, Fables, Saga. The next one was well, Saga wasn't out then. The next one was Sandman. Sandman's another you know Sandman's great chick magnet book, and then Saga is the other one now. I mean, one of those three. If you if you have a girl or you want a girl to be involved in comic books, that's the one you want. Those are the ones you want to get to read it. Right? Yeah. Would you agree? Yeah, totally. I mean, Why the Last Man is one of them too. And Why the Last I mean, Man's another we could, one. We could go on. There's there's a million, honestly, but But they're great ways to get them into the books and then, you know, get them over into superheroes and things like that as well. Right, 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 right. Um, it's it's the gateway drug. It is the, it is the gateway drug. Karen Gillian was there also. Karen Gillum. I love her. Mm. She was uh, promoting Oculus and Guardians of the Galaxy. And, of course, you know, she's, when, wherever she is in a con like that, you know when any of the questions are going to end up going to. Doctor Who and Guardians of the Galaxy. Yep. I guess, you know, there were some people talking to her about asking her if she liked the new Doctor, you know, who's going to play the new Doctor and everything. And, you, know, you know, she's giving the, the PC answers and everything. Of course she is. That's what she's paid to she's do. like, they all suck. <laughs> Ever since I died on that show, it sucked. <laughs> Those were her answers. At least she came back. As, as they should be her answers. Well, she came back for the, for the end of Matt Smith's run, which is really nice. So, um, Who else was there? Um, Stephen Amell was there. Um, yeah. He did a panel for, uh, for um, um, that show he's in, you know, that show, that superhero show. Arrow! God, I need to go to bed. You're terrible at this job. I need to go to bed. Um, no, what, you need some liquid refreshment. I do. I need some rum. Uh, let's see. Um, during his panel, though, he was asked what superhero he would, if he could play one superhero and got to pick who it was, who would he pick? Did you guys have any idea? Uh, I'll go with Spidey. 
Spidey. Uh, he actually would be a good Spidey. I would prefer That's it. stupid. What I don't do you know think what I'm talking about? Well, okay, since Ethan has no fucking opinion at all, um, he gave the answer of Lobo. Really? Yeah. I could see of him playing Lobo. Thi- of all the characters, of all the things, of all the stuff, that I would not have guessed that. Would you rather him or The Rock be Lobo? Because The Rock um, was up for it. They were, they were talking I, about doing Lobo and doing it with The Rock. I, I would take The Rock. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Although it does yeah. look weird watching him in that Hercules trailer with, like, blonde hair, <laughs> like a beard. We've never seen him with any hair. <laughs> yes, we have. Well, no, I'm saying... Scorpion recent, King. Well, I'm saying recently. You haven't seen him with any hair. Well, uh, Don't bag looks, on it. It just looks I, weird. I think Hercules is going to be gigantic this year. I uh, just read today that actually 50 people, 5-0, 50 people were fired from the set and production of Hercules because they were trying to leak photos of The Rock as Hercules. Really? <laughs> yep. That's crazy. It's uh, kind of hilarious. Yeah. Um, considering that there's already a trailer out, so yeah. Well, the movie's done, I would, I would assume. This is during production, right? Uh, yeah, this was during the entire production run. Oh, that it they, it happened. This yeah. happened a while ago. This didn't happen now. Because it would be stupid if no, they no, got no, no. fired afterwards. They're, they're they're in post production at this point. Okay. Well, anyways, um, when uh, Stephen Amell was on stage talking at this panel, um, the crowd went ape shit when he um, when he brought up the fact that he would love to embody the the part of the Green Arrow in the Justice League movie. So, mm. of course, he's going to say that too, though. You know. But, um, I would question him if he didn't say it. Right, but he did. You know, he reassured the crowd that he's still going to be dedicated to the weekly show and you know all that jazz. Do you think that DC would would want to keep that continuity, especially the way that Mar- since Marvel has set the standards now and put him in the movie? Because he does a great, uh, he does a really good job as the Arrow. He does a great job as Arrow. He does a very good job as. Arrow. So and Arrow does fit into that world that they're seeming to establish with the Man of Steel. Yeah. So no, I mean, it would be interesting to see. I mean, are they going to carry over the same exact costume? Are they going to be switching up the stuff? I mean, it, it, that's yeah. I don't know. That's interesting because he, he would make a good one. Well, I'm sure they do like a variant of the the costume. You know. Right. I don't know. I I think it would be, it's going to be one of those wait and see. But I honestly don't think that they're going to have the Green Arrow in the Justice League movie, at least not yet. Right. <laughs> Just because of the TV show and the success of the TV show, Chad Coleman and Emily Kenny from The Walking Dead were there. Ethan, you should be very excited about that since that is your show, and the finale is tonight. Woo! Al. Of this recording, it is tonight of season four. Oh dear lord! Have you been? Have you caught up yet on this season, Trav? Uh no, no. I am actually two seasons behind. Two Shame seasons. Holy shit! You. Shame on you, yeah. Travis. So when we say Terminus or Terminus, 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 you Terminus? have. When we say Terminus, you have no idea. No, I don't. I'm I'm in the prison. You're in the prison. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, anyways, that. At Emerald Con, uh, 
uh, Coleman and Kenny were talking about all things, you know, dealing with walkers and the show. And sure, uh, the crowd got him onto like Emily's music career, and you know, the, which I still cannot believe she's in her thirties. She no, she's yeah. Well, she's twenty eight. Wow. She's in her thirties, almost thirty. <laughs> okay, well, she's not in her thirties. You liar. She's yeah. close to thirty, ish. She's my age. Oh, okay. This is this is Ethan's new obsession. Jessica Alba is like gone away now that she's had a kid and everything, or a couple of kids. Uh-huh. Now, now uh-huh. he now he's all up about she's, Emily Kinney. Of course, big surprise. Label me surprised. She's going to die. Yeah, but anyways, they were talking about her music career, and then uh, Chad Coleman, his first dip into the undead world. Yes, I know what this one is. Do you? <laughs> I do. He was coaching Left for Dead too. Yes, he was. Yeah, <laughs> my fellow voiceover men. Do you know who who, who does he play in uh, in Walking Dead? I have no clue. Jeez, Jesus. Ethan. Oh, Ethan. Then who does he play? Ethan. He plays Tyrese. Okay. Who's a major character in the comic book? And yeah, he's he's developed into he's developed into a pretty good character in the show. He's, he's, he's no Daryl, let's say. He, he's no Daryl in the show. Apparently, no, according no, to everybody, no. nobody's no Daryl in the show. Hey, no, hey nobody <laughs> no Daryl. I still like the shirts. The Daryl dies, we riot. Dude, I love those shirts. Those shirts are awesome. Um, so, yeah, needless to say, there was a lot of shit happening at uh, Emerald City this weekend. We're have to, we'll have to go. Uh, maybe we'll go next year. What do you think? Uh, I'm down. I think we'll take the Nerdable staff up there and do a podcast or something if we're still doing it. I am totally down to make an appearance. Um, let's see. Um, anything else happening? Sometimes. Uh, actually, there is something extremely large uh, on, well, one for the comic book side and one for the video game side. On the video game level, uh, the big, huge, gigantic news in the video game world this week was the fact that the Oculus Rift and the Oculus Company was sold to Facebook for $2 billion. Wow. So people that are, on, are not in the know for what the Oculus Rift is, uh, the Oculus Rift is this next level of virtual reality gaming. And it's a virtual reality headset that was going to be, or it still has the potential to be, the next big thing in gaming, the next step in interactive bringing you into the world of gaming. Mm-hmm. It's a full headset that goes over the top of your head like a hat. Uh, it brings a almost 360-degree view of for your eyes. Uh, it has surround sound for your ears. And it was being touted by people like Notch, who was the inventor of Minecraft, uh, Gabe Newell, who is the head of Steam and Valve. Uh, so a lot of big, huge names in the video game world were extremely excited about what the Oculus Rift meant for gaming and specifically console and PC gaming and what you could do at home with it. And then Mark Zuckerberg walked in and bought it and said that it is going to mean so much for, for the social aspect of connecting with friends and family over social networks. And when that happened, Notch, i.e. Minecraft, immediately said, 
this could be the death of the Oculus Rift and the death of virtual reality gaming. Yeah, well, the device, I, I've seen it. It looks like the, the old, remember the old Nintendo uh, virtual reality the thing? The Virtual Boy? Yeah, the big red thing. It kind of reminds me of that. A little bit. But, but it's big and white much now. Much higher grade, much different, much better. It's a, it's a totally different beast. Right. I just, I can't imagine what kind of social networking you would need to have with virtual reality. Well, unless well, you're going, it seems like they're doing their own version of like Google Glass. Do you, do you remember the Futurama episode where they go into the internet? You know, no, where, where you actually get you know, it's vir- it's basically a. Virtu- you, you're talking about the Futurama one. Yeah, where they have the they have where, the masks where it's on. Pop up ads all over the place, and they yeah, play yeah. laser tag and everything. Yeah, yeah. It's funny you mentioned that because people were going to Twitter when this was announced saying this is what Facebook just did to the Oculus Rift. And it was photos of them in front of all the pop-up ads. <laughs> yeah. That- so we could be – it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Obviously, uh, Facebook it. and Zuckerberg saw something they really liked. And we're going to have to see if this is the death of virtual reality on the console and the PC mm-hmm. at home. Or if it's just a speed bump, but well, it just as seems far like as I'm they concerned, I will not be playing Farmville with my virtual reality headset. <laughs> no, you're not going to be Facebooking and you know doing Twitter with uh, your virtual reality. That shall not happen. <laughs> that shall. Not happen. <laughs> Instead of somebody telling you that they went poop, they can show you they were, they're going poop. Oh, yes, I went there. You did, and I'm scared for your Inst- life. Instead of some, what, seeing what somebody's having for dinner, you can watch them actually digest it. Nobody wants to see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's 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 move, move on. on. <laughs> sad, sad move. So, so anyway, so a big anyway. I'm gonna I, I want to make up a T-shirt before WonderCon that says so dot 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 anyways. You do that, and and. I, I look forward to your massive profits. Hey, are, are we even going to mention the big Spidey news? Yeah, go ahead. I was going to mention it next, but go ahead. Marvel's bringing back Spidey 2099. Not necessarily bringing back. Well, no, yeah, they, I mean, they're bringing a, it back. It's been a while. Spider Man 2099 has not existed in a very long time, correct? An ongoing book, correct. No, I mean, peri- okay, so he's made a tiny appearance here or there. Maybe once or twice in a decade or two. He's been in. He's been in Superior Spider-Man. A, a few uh, issues. Yeah. H- how many issues? Probably four. Out of really? the thirty that they have now, or thirty-four? Well, it's going up to thirty-one. Thirty-one's the end of it. Bottom yeah. line, we are getting Spider-Man twenty ninety-nine back for his own ongoing book. Yes. Which is big news because, come on, dude. That that's I mean that's Marvel's equivalent to Batman Beyond. Yes, that is their future, their future world comic book. And you know what? Uh, Batman Beyond and uh, and Spider Man twenty ninety nine both have in common, other than being future of these heroes. Please tell me. Both of these books and these characters are now going to be in the present world. Yeah. <laughs> So there are going to be two, at least two Spider-Men in, yeah, in New York City during the present day. I'm sorry. Wait, no. Spider-Man 2099 is about the future. No, Spider-Man 2099 is going to take place in the present. 
in why Spider. Are they doing that. In, so here's my problem. Why? In Superior Spider. You, you have this untapped futuristic world that you can go nuts in with Spider-Man, and instead we're just going to have him live in this world. Why? In Superior Spider-Man 17, so, uh, 2099 gets pulled back from, gets pulled out of his time and put into the present. Right. And gets trapped there. And then gets trapped there. Why? Well, actually, I don't know if he gets pulled back in time. He has to come back in time and I to stop Spider-Man. I don't care. I want future Spider-Man, he, not future Spidey stuck in the present day. You're going to get future Spidey stuck in the present. To hell with that crap. <laughs> no. A, give it, Dude, you have a full untapped future world. Go use it. I really, I wish we were videotaping this just to see his reactions to this stuff. <laughs> Yes, but you're getting you're getting twenty ninety nine in the fail. present. Um, it's a fail. That's a massive failure. Well, we'll have to wait and see. Nope. <laughs> no, apparently Travis already knows. I already know. Um, who's doing the book? Peter David. Um, Peter David's coming back. Who I believe originated it. Yeah, Peter David is the one that's going to be writing it, and. Which is a big deal because he was the one who did the original, correct? Yes. Is it Will Sliney is the uh, is going to be doing the art art on it? I think so. Um, the announcement has let's see. Uh, so uh, the Spider Man that they're going to be using is Miguel uh, Miguel O'Hara, uh-huh. of course, and they are doing the Man Out of Time. Boo. Uh, the original Spider Man twenty ninety nine series. Writer from the 1990s is Peter David, and Will Sliney is going to be uh, doing the artwork, and he's he's been doing Fearless Defenders. Yep. See, I uh, via their tagline, Miguel is now trapped in the present day Marvel universe. So straight away, we have to deal with the fact that in the greatest of Marvel traditions, we have a hero out of time. <laughs> Well, this is going to do Sliney, it. Sliney was saying that he's referring to Captain America, who was frozen in the 1940s and awakened, uh, awoke in modern times. He says, I'm looking forward to drawing that iconic costume in the surroundings of some of New York's gritty and textured-looking neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. Boo! Well, anyways... <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's good. Give me future New York, damn it! It's going to be a big tie-in to the the big Spidey verse event that's going to take place in November, where you're going to get all you know all the Spider Men and Clone Wars three. <laughs> okay, any, Ethan, you got anything else, Dad? Because I'm done. No, it sounds like I, Travis is so hopped up on his painkillers, and you're just. Gone. I feel like shit. All right, so remember, Nerdables is on Stitcher Radio, which is a great way to listen to us on your mobile device. And we say this every time, but it truly is. I mean, you can listen not only to our podcast as soon as it goes up, but you can listen to, you know... Here, I haven't said this in a while. Kevin's still on there? Yes, we are. Well, you, can, you can listen to Kevin Smith, Adam Carolla, you know, you can listen to The Nerdist. You can listen to anybody and all the podcasts that there are in the world that are attached to Stitcher. You can okay. listen to them there. Uh, we, we are, are also on SoundCloud, Blip.tv, and iTunes. Yay. You can also check us out on Facebook.com slash Nerdables. You can see us on Twitter, at Nerdables Show. And you can visit our website, 
www.nerdables.com to listen to this podcast and catch up on all the episodes and articles you may have missed. See, I'm not the only one that said www. Chris got on me. He's like, you're the first person in five years probably to use www. All right. We don't need www. You can literally just type in nerdables.com and it'll take you to the website. Yes. You don't need no www. You don't need no www. So for Travis, Ethan, I'm RA saying there's no place like home unless George Lucas will let me move into Skywalker Ranch. Then there's no place like Skywalker Ranch. Wow. Yes, I had to get Star Wars into it somehow. Wow. That was so bad. It wasn't. Uh, we can throw Star Wars into it. You want to throw Star Wars into it? One last quick spoiler and we'll deal with it next week. Is, J.J. You... Abrams just said yesterday that he is planning on using all no known actors in Star Wars Episode Seven. All no, no known actors. Have you looked at their uh, IMDb page yet? Because they've put up a bunch of people. They're... No, I refuse to do it because I don't want to ruin it. There's also talk that Peter Mayhew maybe may be coming back to uh, do Chewbacca at least for you know like one scene or something. That would be awesome. I, I I've been keeping up because he had the huge giant knee surgeries, so I'm hoping that his uh, legs are doing great. Was... Huge and giant as he is, yes, that operation would be a big, huge, giant thing. So anyways, Travis, go get better. I'm going to go do something, sleep. I don't know. Oh, dude, I don't want to see your tongue or your tonsils. Anyways, goodbye. Ah!